Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Hello, yay, it's Friday, woo! I'm always throwing imaginary confetti in the air, yay! (laughs) I'm so happy that today is Friday, let me tell you, it's one of my favorite days of the week. And I have one of my favorite guests on the show, Gina Sendiv. Yay! <laughs> oh, my gosh, she's pretty awesome. So she's been on my show a few times, but for the new listeners, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Gina Sendiv is the author of the book Truth Works, Divine Lessons for Kids of All Ages. And this is a book for children and adults that uncovers the power of words and what we manifest in our lives with what we say and believe so consciously. So uh, also she has the book and um, the free workshop that she will teach, the negativity behind many traditions, such as money is the root of all evil. Uh, she is also a freelancer. She edited uh, my, my website, beautiful, beautiful job, so you definitely could check out her great works there. It's com. Gina's website is ginasendus.com. You can also, and I'll post a link in the chat room soon, uh, her Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash truth works by Gina Sendiff. She's an angel intuitive, all that good stuff. So, Gina, thank you for coming back on the show. Thanks for having me, Tia. I'm awesome. very excited to be here. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you. <laughs> so, awesome. <clears throat> and before I forget, because I almost did, and this is common. <laughs> Call-in numbers. The call number for today for dom- domestic callers is 619-996-1641. And for our international callers, all you have to do is use the Skype button, and the number for that is 917-889-7908. And we will be taking questions later on in there. I see there's people in the chat room, so we'll, if you have any questions, we'll get to you as well. So, Gina, let's talk about your book and all that great stuff. Oh, yes, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, True, it's called Truth Works, Divine Life Lessons for Kids of All Ages. Um, and the reason that is in the title, Kids of All Ages, is because really, um, and I will tell you the inspiration behind the book, but the book was written um, out of my experiences with my own children. So it is geared for kids, I would say, Oh, probably around 10 years old and up, so kids, teens, and young adults, but it is absolutely um, appropriate for adults to read as well because the things we learned as children once we're adults uh, affect our lives as well. And if you are parenting or influence an influence in the life of a child in any way, be it a relative, a teacher, a doctor, or a parent, an aunt, an uncle, whatever it might be, then you need to understand uh, the concepts that are in the book as well. 
So should um, shall I talk about the inspiration that's behind the book, Tia? Oh, yeah, definitely. Hello? Go right ahead. Oh, sorry, I heard a click there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no. no, no, I said definitely um, go right ahead. <laughs> okay, so just a little bit about me. Um, I am a mother of three kids, uh, ages 13, 11, and 7. Um, I have a business called Angel Works where I do intuitive readings and help people connect with their angels to help them with all sorts of issues, Um, relationships, health, career, abundance, financial um, issues with pets. I uh, am an animal communicator as well. So there's that part of my life. And then I have been a writer for a long time. Um, I did freelance PR and marketing. I've written many websites, helped Tia with hers, and helping Mm -hmm. edit her upcoming book as well. And um, I've written for various spiritual blogs like vividlife.me and Lightworkers World and Global Healing Exchange. Um, But I've always wanted to write a book. Since I was small, I can remember writing books when I was younger. I would watch movies, and then I would try and rewrite the story, or or I would write what happened (laughs) afterwards or what happened before in the story. Um, I can remember specifically doing that with the movie Jaws, and I tried to write what happened afterwards with the families of the victims who were eaten by the shark. (laughs) So strange. I was like nine years old. Very imaginative. But I never, a topic never stuck with me very long. I would start something, get a few chapters in, and then it would sort of fizzle out. And um, once I started communicating and working with my angels and opening myself up to my intuitive gifts and sharing them with others, this was uh, several years back, I became very obsessed with the idea of writing a book. And so I just surrendered it, and I said to my angels, look, if this is part of my purpose and my life path, then help me with inspiration. And it definitely came to me. I had sort of had an inkling that it would be a book that involved children in some way, but I didn't see myself as a typical children's writer with, you know, sort of the cute pictorial books and things like that. It it just Mm -hmm. I loved those, but it wasn't my talent where my talents uh, were. So this is how the inspiration came to me. Um, My daughter came home from school one day. She was in sixth grade at the time. And she was telling me um, about something that happened in class that day. She uh, was in her English class, and it was kind of a rowdy day for the kids, and the teacher had said, okay, the next person to talk is going to get a formal warning, which they call a step at her school. It's just the name of them. And so everyone quieted down, and she asked a few seconds later, what page are we on in the book? And he said, you have a warning, because she spoke. And she Mm -hmm. said, well, why did I get a warning? And he said, because life is not fair. And he went on to say it a few more times. And um, as she was relaying the story to me later that day, because she was upset about it, uh, she told me it was kind of his motto, this teacher's motto, that he constantly said this to the kids. Life is not fair. It was just like the excuse for everything, because life is not fair. And it wasn't so much the warning that upset her. It was the way that he was communicating to the class with that constant message. Right. Um, and it it stopped me in my tracks, and I knew. like It was like that lightning bolt 
or moment where it all just became clear to me what this book was going to be about. And I thought about how many people influence children and us as we're growing up, even adults when we were growing up, all the influences we have from teachers and coaches and relatives and just a lot of adults and authority figures coming at us with their beliefs using a lot of those traditional life lesson type sayings like life is not fair, money's the root of all evil, you have to struggle to get ahead, all those kinds of statements. And when you're a kid, you believe what you're told. And it becomes part of your subconscious belief system that then is really the director of your entire life. So if you think in your subconscious beliefs and grew up believing and were told that life isn't fair, then that's what you're going to create in your life. Mm-hmm. If you think that money is the root of all evil, then money is something that you're going to struggle with in your life. So the book, chapter by chapter, takes these traditional life sayings and exposes the negativity behind them and talks about some of the reasons why they were used and why it's important to understand the negative impact that they can have if we hold that belief in our hearts and minds and our subconscious belief system. Um, Some of the other um, uh, sayings that we talk about um, are like, you have to fight fire with fire, words can never hurt me, Um, suffering the wrath of God, you have to struggle to get ahead, um, so it just takes it chapter by chapter, and we talk about a lot of these traditional life lessons, and we turn them upside down and expose negativity, talk about it, teach the reader, be it a kid or an adult, why it's important to understand what believing these things will create in your life. Because I don't believe life is is not fair. I believe life is what we make it. Sometimes we're just not aware of that fact. And the words and thoughts and uh, phrases that we use, without awareness of them, we are actually perhaps attracting negativity right into our life. So that is the overall story behind the book and the premise for it. And um, in the book, after each chapter, there is homework that sort of (laughs) reinforces the positivity of what we're discussing throughout the chapter. And really the idea behind all the homework throughout the book, and when I say homework, it's not like a test or anything. It's just a fun thing to call it because obviously (laughs) kids will be reading this. Um, The premise of all of it is change your words, change your life. Because when you start talking in terms of what you do want in your life and the things that you desire as opposed to using excuses like life is not fair or using negative words um, and talking more about your worries and your fears and your desires, when you turn that around, you start to change your life because the law of attraction is always at play and like energy attracts like energy and words do have energy there's actually um, a book by Doreen Virtue called Angel Words in which they literally measure the energy of words Um, I forget what uh, electromagnetic device they use to do that but you can see how negative words like bad and ugly have really small vibrations and and positive words like love and joy have big vibrations. I encourage everyone to read that book, along with mine, of course. 
Um, (laughs) The energy of our words literally Mm -hmm. attracts like energy. So if you're using lower vibrating or negative type speech and words, you will be attracting that same energy. And the opposite is true, of course. And when anything is positive, it amplifies even more. The light always amplifies more than the dark. Um, So that's sort of the premise behind everything. Um, I was thinking I could read a little sample from TruthWorks, if you were open to that, Tia. Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Mm -hmm. All right, so I just like to let the universe sort of take control, and I'm going to let the book fall open, and uh, whoever's listening out there, this is what we're all supposed to hear today, okay? Awesome. Oh, interesting. It fell open right to, uh, this is Chapter 2. It's called Money is the Root of All Evil. Evil. Um, this phrase uh, has biblical um, roots, uh, no pun intended, and the uh, full phrase is the love of money is the root of all evil or something like that, but unfortunately that's not what you hear. Mostly you hear the phrase as it is in the book, money is the root of all evil. And this chapter just talks about what that belief will leave you with. Um, So I'm going to read sort of, at the beginning of each chapter, I pull out a quote from the chapter that exemplifies what it is you're going to be reading, and I'm going to read that quote. Money cannot make a person bad, good, happy, sad, smart, stupid, or anything else. Only people determine who they are and how they act. Um, If you'll permit me, I will go on and read just uh, the rest of it, if that's okay to you. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what is money? Is it merely the currency we use to pay for life's essentials? Is it what we need to get everything we desire? Is it the source for our happiness? Does it make us bad if we have a lot of it? The truth is, money is actually none of these things on a universal level. To the universe, everything is made up of energy or chi. Each matter, living or not, vibrates at a certain frequency. Money is no difference. It is simply energy. Energy is attracted to like energy, that which vibrates at a similar frequency. If your frequency is positive, then you will attract positive things into your life. However, the opposite is true also. Negative attracts negative. The theory of the law of attraction, simply put, is like attracts like. Money cannot make a person bad, good, happy, sad, smart, stupid, or anything else. Only people determine who they are and how they act. The idea that money is evil or somehow that people who have more than you are evil is detrimental in so many ways. If you believe money is or will make you corrupt, then you will surely sabotage your ability to have any. Why would you try to attract something if, on a subconscious level, you feel it is harmful or even evil? There are many common negative statements you may hear about money that can have a harmful effect. Below are few. Money doesn't grow on trees. The rich knows not who his friend is. If you want to know what God thinks of money, look at the people he gives it to. I'm not made of money. Money can't buy happiness. Make every penny count. A penny saved is a penny earned. Apart from these, I have always and still do hear people constantly bashing money or jokingly speaking disparagingly about it or people who have it. As a child, about age nine, I was fascinated by money. It was wonderful to receive money and be able to buy something I liked. If I wanted something that cost more than the money I had, I could save and until I reached that amount. If I wanted to earn money faster, I could actually make it by doing things for people that were willing to pay me, like chores or babysitting or a paper route, etc. 
Soon after I started earning some money, the adults in my life intervened with many lessons. Most of these revolved around holding on to my money and not spending it, as if by letting some of my money go, I could not get it back. I spent a good part of my life thinking money was in very limited supply and that you had to be extremely careful with exactly how you spent it, to the point of being afraid of spending any amount of money and overthinking every purchase. I'm sure the advice about money I was earning, the money I was earning was simply to instruct me to be fiscally responsible. This means to spend your money wisely and within your means. Do not purchase things you cannot afford and do not become obsessed with shopping. Although having lots of stuff can be fun, it does not define who you are and will never make you truly happy. You are not your things and with or without your possessions, you are still the same person. Unfortunately, most of what I was told about money as a child did not fully explain all of this and really made me feel confused. Money was something I needed, should work hard to earn, but should not enjoy because it might go away. That is all quite wrong and it felt wrong. Nothing in the universe is ever in limited supply. There is abundance in all things if you believe it. Money is no different. Remember, it is energy. All energy has flow. You release and receive constantly. If you block the financial flow of energy by never really spending any money, then you cannot receive any either. This does not mean that constant shopping and spending sprees are the answer. Universal laws like the law of attraction do not respond to overindulging or extremes. All matter must be respected. If you treat something abusively, expect the same in return. Over or underspending of money is abuse of it. If you never give or spend any money, holding onto it so tightly will cause a block in the flow of that energy cycle. Be generous, spend, share, and enjoy your earnings responsibly. Know that the supply is bountiful even if every person in your life believes it is limited. Believe that you deserve wealth and it cannot make you a bad person as long as you are willing to share. Sharing is one of the most important aspects of the law of attraction. When you attract good into your life, sharing will multiply it. Money, like all energy, is meant to be shared by giving and taking. You can do so by donating to charity, hiring employees, giving money as a gift, shopping, paying for services like house cleaning or painting, investing in a business or stock, etc. When you share any aspect of yourself, talent, time, or treasure, you are aligning with the higher energy, and that is the energy of God. Negativity of any kind brings you out of this alignment. Negative energy can come from believing in scarcity, worrying, speaking poorly about anything, participating in negative activities like gossip, or reading, watching, or listening to negative messages like television newscasts. If something makes you feel even the slightest bit uneasy, it could be because it is negative and bringing your energy to a lower frequency. This lower frequency will only attract the same. It makes you feel bad because your very being is sending you a message. That feeling is your intuition, and you can always trust it. Trust it. Intuition is an important gift we all possess. It is that little voice in your head or that feeling in your gut. It can be especially strong in situations that you should avoid. Did you ever meet somebody and just know for seemingly no reason at all that person made you uncomfortable? That is your intuition at work. If something an adult tells you makes you feel uneasy, that is your intuition at work. If something a friend asks you to do does not make you feel right, that is your intuition at work. If a new idea has you excited and you want to try it, that is also your intuition. Our intuition is connected to God, therefore the message it sends us through our thoughts or feelings can be considered to be from God. Ignoring your intuition can lead to problems. Eventually you'll find yourself saying, I should have followed my instincts. Sometimes our intuitive guidance can be difficult to follow because it leads us in a direction that is not popular. For instance, 
If our parents believe money is the root of all evil, but intuitively that does not feel right for us, it can be hard to disagree with them. They may even become angry or argumentative when you oppose them. However, if your gut feeling or that little voice is sending you a message about it, try to listen. It does not mean that you have to tell everybody or change your entire life at that moment. Just be sure to take note and let your intuition guide your beliefs. As a child, you may be limited in what you can do by the circumstances of your life and beliefs of your parents or guardians, but you will be an adult someday, and then you can truly follow the path of your intuition lays before you. That is why it is so important to tune into it while you are young and learn to use its guidance tool to empower you for the rest of your life. It may seem that lessons about money should not be all that important in relation to your life path, but they are absolutely critical. Money is a tangible energy source that we come into contact with on a daily basis, and in modern society, it is a necessity. Our beliefs about money can define the way we relate to all energy and therefore all life. If you believe negatively about one form of energy, it will affect the flow of all others. For instance, if you believe money is in limited supply, it will not only affect the flow of money into your life, it can limit the flow of other energy as well, such as love, friendship, success, abundance, etc. It's all connected. Fortunately, positive beliefs will attract positive flow into your life. Money is not the root of all evil. That is man's domain. Money is simply a source for abundance. It is energy. That is the end of the chapter. Um, and then in the homework, we just reinforce some of those topics about money and how it's energy and not evil or anything of that nature. Awesome. So that's just one example. Go ahead, Tia. Mm-hmm. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me, I have to carry my throat. I love that, and I have a few thoughts that I want to say. But first, I want to take this call because I feel like it's going to be really interesting because I love the okay. power of words. It's It's just... You know, because sometimes we uh we say things and don't even realize it. So uh this is from six zero nine area code. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, good afternoon. How are you? Good, how are you? Pretty good, thank you. I I I got on late about maybe a couple of minutes ago, so I didn't hear everything you were saying. But what I pick up is that you're saying that words you can speak things in existence. Is that something you're trying to say? Um, it's not quite that simple. But what essentially the law of attraction is about is that our thoughts and words and beliefs have energy, and like energy attracts like energy. If you want to create your desires, you have to talk about those, not the worries or fears that you have about them. Because when you, whatever you speak about, you attract into your life. And that doesn't mean that you can speak something into existence necessarily out of thin air, but what it means is when you speak and focus on what you want to create and you use positive language to do that, you attract the opportunities to have that in your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Like I said, I picked up on you a little late in the broadcast, so I didn't catch the whole thing, but it makes sense what you said. Thank you for answering my No, call. and I did day. have to elaborate on it, so I appreciate that. You're very and welcome. And all this shows. Thank, oh, thank, thank you for calling. All these shows are recorded, so you can always listen to it at a later date. Okay, thank you very Definitely. much. Mm-hmm, you're welcome. Thank you. I, I have to, say to apologize you. about the uh, barking dogs in the background. They were outside. I had to let them in. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, no worries, no worries. 
I remember one time you was on my show and, and you were saying that, and I remember that uh, when Doreen gives her weekly oracle card readings, the dolls, whenever they yep, like firmly always- agree with her, they were parking in the background. <laughs> yes, so when they're okay. agreeing with her her intuition, her guidance, they agree with her and bark. I know, yeah, it's so, so funny. Yeah, that is okay. I love dolls anyway. It's so funny. Um, I'll just say a quick story. It's funny because I um I commute um um from from home to work I use the the bus and train and there's a dog part right next to the bus and I can tell you there have been numerous times where I almost missed the bus because I was watching dogs playing the dog part. <laughs> <laughs> but uh back to what you were saying. Actually before this show I wrote down some popular words that I that I hear while I'm on the bus what people say, but um I remember there was one time I was going to work and um, or we're going to naval base, so we had to um, swipe our card in and get through the gate. So I'm waiting for my mom to come in, and the lady's taking her time, the lady be- uh, before my mom. And um, um, it was close to the weekend, and she said, uh, you know, I, no, I usually ask, are you ready for the weekend? You know, I'm so excited, yada, yada, yada. She goes, yeah, but I work to pay bills. I don't do anything on the weekend. I'm thinking, oh, why would you say that? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to work to pay bills. Bill, <laughs> you know. We I should work, work in a capacity that brings us joy, serving others to bring us joy. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me, but the thing is, I didn't necessarily blame her. Her mother probably said that I work to exactly. pay bills. And, you know, it's just this repetitive thing that we don't realize most of the time because we're just in this mindset. And it's funny because last night I was um, talking to my brother. Out, out of the blue, he just says, uh, Tia, why is it that some older people look a certain way and and they're just uh, look like they're miserable and then other people are the same age but they look half their age and other things like that? I said, well, it's the thought process. Part part of that is the thought process. You know, if you you feel young and and, and you think you're young and you know you want to well not necessarily like twenty or nineteen or twelve, but just the fact that oh I'm just fifty because I was born in nineteen whatever. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so funny because. My grandmother used to say when I was younger, she said, I don't care if I become blind and deaf and can't see and can't do anything. Do not dress me with those orthopedic shoes in the house. Yes, she I cares. Wear looks. <laughs> yes. And it's, it really is a thought process. In addition, I love that it you is. said, mm-hmm. I love that you said it, all those things. Mm-hmm. You got it. I'm sorry. Well, and it's about when you are if your thought process is more negative, be it about anything, your age, your house, your kids, your life, anything. If you toil mm-hmm. in negativity, your vibration, energy, all has a vibration. And, and it doesn't mean good or bad. It's just high and low. That's just the status of how things vibrate. If you're mm-hmm. lower vibrating, you're attracting lower vibrating things into your life, and aging beyond your years is one of them. And right. positive people radiate they glow. It doesn't mean that, you know, each one of us walk around and we are, you know, supermodels out of uh, Vogue or anything, but we have positive energy around us, and that is a radiant mm-hmm. energy, and people are attracted to that. So when they see people like that, there's just a desire to be attracted to that, especially if they tend to be higher vibrating individuals. Sometimes right. it can be, though, 
that higher vibrating individuals and lower vibrating individuals are together and you can tell that there's a divergence in the energy. They don't feel comfortable around each other. Sometimes you meet mm-hmm. somebody and you're just not sure why you're not comfortable around them. You don't really know anything about them. It's the energy oh, yes. of that person. It isn't that you don't like them. It really has nothing right. to do with that. It's a, more about energy than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, yeah. and I believe me, I'm going to be 45 and... I don't know, about six weeks. So positivity ages better. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely I say that. that. And I, I couldn't believe it for the listeners. Uh, Gina's giving me a reading, and I think it's around my birthday or something like that. She told me her age, and I almost fell to the floor. I'm like, what? I would never guess. You look so young. Yeah, you see me. There's a picture of me on the website. It's not much, yes. I swear. <laughs> it's so funny. I also like that you said, um, we talked about how people make jokes about money, too. And it's this joke that I hear mm-hmm. often, and I even say it because I just think it's so funny. It goes something like, uh, I know money is everything, but I'd rather cry in my Ferrari. And it's funny because there's, there's a, a certain mindset. Like, yeah, you know, love don't pay the bills. I get that. <laughs> you know, but there's that duality that needs to be there as well. So I think even when we make those, sometimes we almost set ourselves up because we're still talking in that way. Like, yeah, I would rather cry for you know, Absolutely. so it's like you got to be careful. <laughs> you, you do. Phrase. And whenever you're using anything that is has sarcasm attached to it, and sarcasm can be funny. Don't get me wrong. I used to use yeah. that language quite <laughs> fluently. Um, I don't remember it so much these days, though, because I've changed. But it is there is an anger behind it, and you have to really be aware. If there's something you're commonly using and you're being sarcastic and joking about it or you're being self-deprecating, I hear that a lot, especially with women. They'll get a compliment, mm-hmm. and then they'll self-deprecate themselves wrapped up oh, in a joke. Yes. And that is really something to be aware of because that has to do with some underlying uh, – anger or resentment or guilt or regret or low self-worth that you have going Mm -hmm. on. And really, everything that we want to create in our lives starts within. It all starts with the relationship we have with ourselves, with our self-love. So those kinds of jokes, especially when they are directed right back at yourself, Mm -hmm. are really important to not do. But more importantly, if you are in the habit of doing that, is examine it. Why are you doing that? What is it you need to let go of? What is it you need to forgive yourself over? What? Why are you angry enough with yourself to speak poorly? I have a philosophy. If you wouldn't say it or about or do it to a friend, then don't do it or say it about yourself. I love that. So, <clears throat> excuse me, let's go to the next caller from a 6-0 or, excuse me, 6-3-0 area code. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. 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 Hi. Um, I just want to say that I had the opportunity to read Gina's book. Oh, And lovely. as an adult, I found it tremendously helpful in my life. Awesome. Very, Look, very happy to hear that. Can I tell you who it. this caller is? Oh, sure. <laughs> Go right ahead. I recognize this voice. This is my mom. <laughs> oh, hi. How are you, mom? I didn't even know she'd be listening today. She's in uh, Arizona. Oh, hi, Gina's mom. <laughs> hi. But you know what I say? I say from my heart and not because I'm Gina's mom. The book really no, opened up true. my eyes to a lot of things. 
Oh, yeah. I, and I, I would recommend it to, to – and her title is perfect, kids of all mm. ages. Well, who are the biggest kids we know but adults? So, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yes. I love that. So true. I love that. Um, and I just – I have to give a shout-out to my mom because she was one of the first people to read my book in its final stages. She helped me do the final editing for it. So she's uh, awesome. quite talented with those things. So I – I'm so nice to hear your voice, Mom. <laughs> nice to hear your voice, honey. <laughs> but I, I am plugging away at this book, Gina. I, I just, I'm telling all my friends, and that's when I was so oh, compelled to call in. Thank you guys oh, and very I, much for I, letting I, me be on. Oh, thanks for calling. And they live in a retirement community, and so it would be wonderful to have people in your age group mm-hmm. read this because you're still such an influence and so in the lives of so mm-hmm. many children with grandchildren and right. you know yeah. nieces and nephews and and teaching your children with their parenting and it would be wonderful wonderful the matriarch the, and patriarch the piece, of the families mm-hmm. but the piece that it brings to ourselves as we're reading it and you mm-hmm. point out all yes. these little things and you think to yourself oh my god why did i do that right it she's is so never right. too late and to change your words no Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much. You all have a wonderful, blessed day. And Thank I you. will talk you to too. you later, Gina. Okay, I'll call Bye-bye. you later. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Angel bless you. That's Thank very, you. Uh, that's very brave of my mom to do. She doesn't like to call attention to herself, so she's probably like, why did she say it was her mom? <laughs> oh, that was that's nice so nice. To I didn't even know they'd be around today to listen to the show, so that's fun. That's so cool. Yeah, I um, I ordered your book, and it's funny because I went to the post office. I was just as happy. I'm like, oh, it should be here by now. And it's not like, oh, darn. But it's on its way. So Yes, so <laughs> you, very, very you will read it. You've heard so much about it. I feel like you probably have read it every time I'm on the show <laughs> yeah, and talking about it. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. <laughs> but, oh, there was another thing because I, I was writing down notes that you were talking. Um, I like that you said attract opportunities when you – when you say words like that, and it's so, I'm so glad you said it because even um, when I say, even when I give a reading and, you know, I, I might see a person, like, you know, they ask me for a romance, do you see a man coming in my life? And I say, yeah, you know, I do, you know, and I go down the list, blah, blah, blah. But the flip side to that reading, or any reading, a job, new home, anything, is you have to listen to your angels and you got to take action. So, like, when you were saying the words give you that opportunity, when you talk like that, it gives you that opportunity. And I think that's what a lot of people, um, and that's not necessarily people who get the readings, but I think also uh, I get that there's not so many spiritual people who tell people that you have to do, you have to be active, too. It's like a two-way street. Absolutely. And I love that you said that. There's actually a chapter in the book, and it's a chapter that um, I had a little bit of controversy over when I would talk about it. It's called Hope for the Best. And, of course, mm-hmm. what's wrong with hope, right? The idea behind this chapter is that sometimes people get caught up in this this cycle of where they're hoping and there's no action mm-hmm. with it because hope, and I'm going to read you the, I want to read the quote mm-hmm. from that chapter. Let me find the page here really quick. This sums it up. 
Hope is not the solution. It is the inspiration for it. In other words, it's hope that needs to drive you to action. Hope is inspiration. Hope is not you sitting and passively wishing and waiting for circumstances, people, and situations to change. You have to start to make those changes. Like we said before, Mm -hmm. everything starts within. Everything you want to attract and change in your life starts with your relationship with you and the words you use first with and about yourself, then in your thoughts and the words that you speak and what it attracts into your life. And when you focus more on your desires with positive language, you attract opportunities to create them. But you have to follow the opportunities. You have to do the work. But the opportunities right. are what, what what spirit brings to us. The angels, God, spirit, whatever you work with or believe in, your guides, um, all of that. God really helps those who help themselves. We're doing the right. work, but you mm-hmm. have to do it. There's a really funny analogy that I know of, and it's uh, it's a little bit of a joke, but there was a man who was drowning, and a boat mm-hmm. came by, and he said, no, no, I have faith. I, I, I have faith, and I'm hoping God will send me a boat. Three more boats come by. He says the same thing, and eventually the man does drown, and he gets to heaven, and he says to God, why didn't you help me? I had faith. I was hoping you'd help me, and God said, I sent you four boats. Oh, yes, I love that. Yes. (laughs) He sends us the boat. We have to choose to get on and make the best with them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so true. There's the law of attraction and the law of free will, and we talk a lot about the law of free will in the book, and we talk about the angels and the law of attraction, using um, prayerful uh, devices like uh, intentions boards and... Um, I'm sorry, intentions boxes and vision boards. We talk about uh, the importance of forgiveness and lots of great mm-hmm. um, tools are given in the homework for, you know, uh, us to create what it is we want to create and get away from those negative subconscious beliefs. And also I, I thought this came to mind um, when you were saying, um, you know, the gods and stuff like that. Um I was listening to another show, and the, the age-old question is, why not just talk directly to God? I know this is just like a sidebar, but this thought yeah. came to my mind. Um, because, just like the joke you were saying, because when God sends some things, people don't pick it up right away. Mm-hmm. So hence why there are angels and, you know, all the other stuff, because they're more closer to uh, the earth, so to speak. So sometimes they maybe are. you it's might not. energy. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you might not pick up the sign from God, but your guardian angel might be able to to get it, you know, to get the message clearer to you, so to speak. So it's all part of our celestial guidance team. You've got your spirit Mm -hmm. guides, angels, God, all spiritual beings working on your behalf. Connect with what you feel connected to, and for everybody it's mm-hmm. different. And if you want to go directly to God, then you go directly to God. The angels are messengers of God. All glory mm-hmm. goes to God. But it has mm-hmm. a little bit to do with the energy and the way, because, you know, I have tons of reading clients and I do angel readings, and the way that it's been expressed to me from my angels is it has to do with the uh, energy vibration. So celestial beings are elevated energies. God is the highest vibrating energy or the universe the source of life, whatever, your beliefs, that is the highest vibrating energy. So when you ask for guidance directly from that energy, it's almost like asking the CEO what to do about the copy machine that's broken. 
if you're in a company, mm-hmm. right? It's all big right. picture stuff. Will always lead you to love. Love one another. Love yourself. It's usually the type of guidance you'll get will be very big picture. The angels, because they're closer to us, uh, they're closer to our energy plane. They're still a very elevated celestial energy, but they understand the human condition more, and the guidance they give us is much more specific and much more relatable into human life. They give specific mm-hmm. details on how to overcome the things that you are struggling with. Um, so that's the difference that I see, but it's still all being driven by the plan of God's will, which is peace on earth, which happens one person at a time. But you cannot be mm-hmm. at peace when you are living with any type of negativity or struggling with anything. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. And we have a question from the chat room, and I just sure. adore. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, no, I said I sure. Saying, I, <laughs> awesome. Okay, awesome. And um, I just adore this person, Alina. She's all the way in Russia, and she listens yes, and I've faithfully. Seen her name around. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much, Alina. She's a kind. So and actually, I met Alina on Facebook book through Doreen Virtue. We back when the discussion boards were up. So thank you so much, Elena, for always listening. And her question has to do with um, how to improve self-esteem. Great, 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 great topic yes. because it's just endless. <laughs> I love this. It is. And, and how about I'll give my take and then you give yours so she gets oh, both. Uh, right it'll be a little bit uh, similar but a little bit different, and that's great. So, Elena, really, um, especially with relationships, And, you know, it's kind of been a theme here, so it doesn't surprise me that this would come up as a question. Again, everything starts within. It starts with the way that we feel about ourselves and the way that we treat ourselves because that is what we attract into our lives. So if you um, love yourself the way that you love others in your life, if you treat yourself kind, you take care of yourself, you put your needs first sometimes, not every time, but often enough, you have a balance with giving and receiving. You're able to receive from people help, compliments, money, whatever it is that they want to give to you. If you have that positive, self-loving relationship with high self-worth, then that's what you attract from others. They will treat you the same as you treat yourself. So if any of that is out of alignment, if you have any negative self-talk, any negative self-talk about the way you look, regret from the past, if you're holding on to guilt, anything like that, any self-negativity, it will lower the vibration that you are literally giving off into the universe and you will attract similar treatment. And so really the best way to make a change is to start to raise your own vibration by how you treat yourself. It starts within. Forgive yourself first. Love yourself first. And then you can share that love with others, and it is a much deeper connection when you start within. Um, So that's my take on it. And uh, almost always when that comes up in readings, uh, that's how the angels guide people. Um, And usually it starts with forgiveness, which forgiveness is not about you saying to yourself, I forgive you for all the past mistakes we made. It's about accepting what you did in the past, 
because you did the best you could with who you were at the time, the knowledge you had, and the resources you had available. So accepting that and letting go of any negative feelings or toxic emotions that you have about that. And your angels can absolutely help with that. Archangel Shamuel helps us be loving with ourselves and forgive ourselves. And when you lighten the load of your energy, then you're able to start being truly loving with yourself the same way that you are with others. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, self-esteem is one of those things that if you're not careful, is easy to get low, to become low. Um, <clears throat> even if you had pretty good self-esteem when you were a kid and all the other stuff, it's so, I like to think of it sort of like trust. You know, when it's lost, it's one of those things, like, you really got to repair it, you know, in order for it to be rebuilt to a point where it's comfortable. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for self-esteem, what I like to do, or especially what I like to tell um, women, is to look in the mirror and just say really nice things about you. Even Say things that you're uncomfortable. Like, if you never use the word sexy, say, hey, I'm a sexy woman today, you know, because when you do things that's uncomfortable, you're stepping out your your you know your comfort zone, mm-hmm. the new heights, you know, because you don't want to be too comfortable all the time because then it's almost like you start to live in item mode. I mean, I, I get that some things are routine, like you get up, you go to work, you know, some things are routine, you can't help that, but um, in regards to self-esteem, say one thing or do one thing that's slightly uncomfortable, but I guarantee you that your confidence will be rebuilt or boosted because you become more daring. You start to, I like to say, it's like look through a new lens, you know, on life. Mm-hmm. Things, yeah, things begin to change. So I would say take a mirror and, and decorate the mirror. Even if you have like a handheld mirror, buy um, like goddess stuff, like seashells and glue on it. Make an arts and crafts project. That way it's really personalized and it's really for you. And, you know, just say one uncomfortable thing. You know, I'm sexy. I'm, I'm the most beautiful person. <laughs> yeah, positive. Yeah. <laughs> Put that out there. Positive. <laughs> positive. Write a love letter uh, to yourself. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You That's... know, it's so funny you said that because that came up last episode um, with my guest uh, Karina, and I actually had a, I did a show where I was encouraging people to write a love letter to themselves, mail it, so that way you know that love is definitely returning. That's so funny. Exactly. <laughs> I love that to mail it too. My dogs are barking like crazy in the background, Alina, so they want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> there you write go. Write the love letter <laughs> and just pick five to ten things. Okay, this doesn't have to be really big characteristics mm-hmm. and traits about yourself that you admire, that you know other people admire. And it could be something that's about your appearance, about your personality, about things you do for others, about a talent you have, and you'll probably be able to blow uh, ten of those away. Write yourself a love letter, and you have to fall in love with yourself. When people are looking for new relationships or to improve a relationship, the angels will often say, date yourself first. Be the mm-hmm. example of how you want to be treated. And then it is the energy that you give off to others, and they are attracted to that and return it. Awesome. And this, the next question um, from one-on-one with Miss Perry. Thank you, another person who listens and always active on Facebook. Um I like this one because it has to do with, uh, she says she's in a stressful household. Mm-hmm. But what I like to do is let's think of words to attract a more peaceful household. Because I know even when yeah. I'm meditating, I usually 
wait till like one or two o'clock in the morning because that's when everything's peaceful. That's the time when like the earth is more quiet. But if you can't do that, um, something that I, or actually, you know what, I'll let Gina talk first because I want to write some stuff. Okay. Down. Um, I have a couple of things. First of all, I totally agree with Tia. Have a mantra that you are saying when you're in that house, I am at peace and peace surrounds me, is something that comes to mind. But feel free to put something like that into your own words because it's important that it resonates with you. I would also use some healing crystals um, because the energy around you is obviously affecting you or you wouldn't even have asked this question. So it is sort of getting in. And you can ask Archangel Michael to keep you protected with his, it's like a his aura is a bluish purple, so surrounded by his bluish purple light. And I would wear or carry an amethyst with you and um, have it on your person. Uh, I just have one on my person almost all the time because I'm very sensitive to energy and there's a lot of energy that comes at you throughout the day. And, you know, uh, just like anything, there's ups and downs, and especially if there's stress in the house. Amethyst is the healing crystal of Archangel Michael, and it serves to protect our energy field. At the end of every day, you want to make sure before you go to bed that you're asking Archangel Michael to clear your energy field of any negativity, to cut any negative energy cords. They're called etheric cords that you may have attached to you from those you're living with and other people that you've been around during that day. Um, and that just happens subconsciously. It's a very natural thing. We uh, are, have cord attachments to each other. There's definitely many positive ones, but the negative ones need to be severed and transmuted so that they um, are not staying attached to you and dragging your energy down. In terms of finding an apartment, I would really work with visual, visualization for this. So set the intention, ask your angels to help you find an apartment. Um, but give some thought, like where you'd want it to be, things of that nature, and get some pictures of the neighborhood, the type of apartment you would like to have, all those things, and put it on a vision board. You could have a vision board, a small vision board, just for your apartment, the how it will look, what you want to have, and then say to your angels, bring me the opportunities I need to make this a reality, and I will follow them. And then be ready, because they will bring you guidance on how to manifest this financially. Um, you know, you might have an urge to um, call a certain apartment finding service or a friend might refer you to an apartment that's empty in their building. Resources will come your way when you get intuition to do something after you ask for the help. You have to follow it. That's the boat part that we were talking about. you got to get on the boat when they send it. Um, so you go ahead, Tia. <coughs> excuse me, I'm recovering from a cold. Mm, excuse me. See, this is why I just adore Gina because – she said in the beginning the things I was going to say. I was writing down. So yeah. I'll be quick. With this. this is so funny. So, yes, um, when I first started to um, uh, read more and more spiritual books and everything like that, um, not everyone in my house was um, like on the spiritual path that I was. So what I did was first I started buying a boatload of crystals, and I created a crystal grid. Before I even knew what a crystal grid was, I was just instructed to put crystals in the corner of houses. Now, the thing is, and my mom will tell you this, she has, like, OCD. So, of course, she found all my crystals and had to put them back. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the the attention is there. Poor crystals where you think people won't tend to get them and move them. So, at least they're there for a certain amount of time. And 
I was going to say amethyst, but you can definitely use clear quartz. You know what? Whatever you you feel guided to use, but great, great crystals to start off with are amethyst and clear quartz, and you can just put them that way. Even if your house is like oddly shaped, you can still just have some kind of form there, and you'll be okay. Archangel Michael would definitely clear your house. I was going to say that also. Have him, you know, say, um, Archangel Michael, please um, clear my house. Please give me my space. Please make this a bit of a sanctuary for me. And then Archangel Jophiel, she's really calm, and um, she, she's, like, there with beauty and all that other stuff. So ask her to make the environment beautiful. Now, the <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> environment can be your mind alone. And that's what it starts off with. Once you bring that calmness into your mind, I'm telling you, nothing will phase you. My brother told me the other day, Tia, it's like nothing bothers you. I mean, of course some things irk me, but he said it's like a lot of things just roll off your shoulder. You will get to that point. But start off that's with this, Archangel you know. Hofiel is, is great for changing your perspective like that. Mm-hmm. So definitely do all of that. And we have another call on That's why I was talking fast. But everything is recorded, so no worries. Oh, she wrote LOL. So, yeah, so do those three things and all the great things that Gina said. And I'm telling you, before you even realize it, it's like as if no one even exists in your home. I mean, you'll hear things, but it would it would just be like in the distance. So let's get to, because you have like eight minutes left, uh, two, six, seven, area code. <clears throat> Hello, Hello. You're in the air. Yes, good afternoon. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had the call, sorry. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? How are you? Mm-hmm. Good. How are you? Good. Tina, I can't wait to read your book. It sounds really interesting and then very enlightening yeah. as well. But also, I just have a quick question on relationship. What do you see or the angels see in regards to the relationship for me? Oh, in regards to relationship for you, let's ask him. Uh-huh. I'm going to get my angel cards out and, and ask him for you, okay? Okay. What's your name? Oh, my name is Tanya. Hi, Tanya. How are you? So while Gina is shuffling, um, you can always use reaffirming words. I know we were talking about that. And I, like with the um, the uh, couple of questions ago, you can go into a mirror and just say good things about yourself, and I'll leave it at that and let Gina take yeah. it away. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because, so Gina, the reason things. why I was Oh, go ahead, Gina. Go ahead. You, I mean, Tina. No, you go ahead, Tanya. Okay, ma'am. Um, the reason why I was there is because I want to know how things would go with the person that I'm with. Okay. Um, so have, is this a new relationship that you're in? Oh, no. We just got back together. No. I wouldn't say it's new. <laughs> just got back together. I mean, we were okay, dating in the I, past. I, I felt like there was a recent uh, breakup. That's why I was asking um, if it was new. Uh-huh. So it's it's sort of new. You've known each other. Yeah, past, you know, I would say sort of new. Restarted it. So yes. what happened before with the breakup was a blessing in disguise because I feel like mm-hmm. uh, neither one of you were in the place to have it go forward the way that you both wanted. Okay. That's so what now I what they're saying. What yes. they're saying right now is use the law of attraction. So in other words, be ask them and tell, start setting intentions about what you want for this relationship. Ultimately, in our relationships, we want love and harmony. So using words like that, don't be specific about things you want to change about that other person because that's coming from a place of not being accepting. You have to accept others fully just like you have to accept yourself fully. Yes. But 
Think okay. about the elements that you want, love, harmony, joy, you know, and they're saying have confidence when you're setting those intentions. Are you two planning on taking a trip together? Uh, not that I know of. That's going to be surprised. They're showing me, <laughs> they're showing me maybe going away together uh, or going to the ocean. So I don't know if you live near the ocean or would have to necessarily go away. But being wow. in a place like that, because the ocean teaches us a lot about giving and receiving because it has an ebb yes. and flow. But it also okay. that sea salt water, salt yes. water is about detoxing, letting go of toxins. And I feel like being there together, you would let go of the past that you don't want to bring into the present of your relationship. Yeah, you're um, right. They're also, they're also showing me a little bit that you ha- uh, you're a, need to ground yourself a little bit in your energy with your root chakra. Okay. So um, a, a crystal like hematite helps us to be grounded. Being out okay. in nature, being in near the ocean would certainly help you be grounded, but if you can't do that, um, even just going outside barefoot helps or going and touching mm. a tree Trees wow. are deeply rooted and grounded to the earth, and they help ground our energy. So make sure yeah. you're doing things like that every day. If you, yeah. especially if you're experiencing any dizziness or unexplained headaches, that's an indication yeah. that you need to ground your energy. Oh, I do. And you want wow. to be grounded because when you're grounded, you hold your space. Okay, mm-hmm. you have your energy field. Negativity doesn't get in, and it helps okay. keep your perspective clear, so that little things okay. about people don't irritate you. Does that make oh sense? Oh my God, you're so right. Yes, yeah, okay. you're so right. <laughs> oh wow. Do wow. you have anything to add? Oh wow. no, no, that's that's amazing. We love Gina. <laughs> Yay. Oh wow. And guess what? I'm Tia's mother, just like your mom called. <laughs> oh, you are. Hi, Tia's mom. That's so exciting. It's our. It's like Mother's Day around here, Tia. It's, it's Mother's Day here. here. <laughs> well, look, thanks oh, hi, Tia's mom. I love your daughter. She's so talented. <laughs> well, thank you, ma'am. I'm not going to hold you up, okay? Um, like thank to wish you. Thank you. Blessings, okay? And um, hope to hear from you soon. Okay, take care. Awesome. Bye. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. That's, that's so funny, Tia. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, she listens often. <laughs> that's so cute. <clears throat> but, She's supporting you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. She's, uh, she can't wait for more things to come. She's always talking about that. So it's so funny. It's almost embarrassing. She goes, where? She's like, oh, this is my daughter's radio show. I'm like, Mom, I'm paying for pizza. <laughs> 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 I love that. <laughs> but it's just one of those things. But, again, for the people who came on later, you can always visit Gina's uh, website. is Gina Sendeth, that's S-E-N-D-E-F, uh, Gina, G-I-N-A, Gina Sendeth. I also posted the um, the link in the chat room, uh, the Facebook uh, page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Truth Works by Gina Sendeth. You can order her book through her website. I did. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really easy. And, <clears throat> and <excuse, clears throat> wow, my throat. <laughs> and uh, Gina is also a um, freelancer. I'm telling you, she edited my website. It's beautiful. I couldn't have written it. But she's just amazing. She's editing my book. She's just really, really awesome. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. <laughs> I, had I especially love doing her. spiritual websites and books. It's it's a lot of fun. Awesome. So definitely check her out. Um so I didn't post the the monthly um, Oracle card reading yet because I want to do an end of the month review. So that's going to be different. So look out for that on my YouTube channel. 
It's just uh, you just type in Tia Violet in the YouTube search box. Um, <clears throat> you can also visit my website to also see Gina's work because she's a great wordsmith. It's <clears throat> excuse me, have <clears throat> excuse me. It's VioletSanctuarySpot.com, and you can uh, get uh, the newsletters there, the archive newsletters, um, the links to all different kinds of really really cool stuff. So you can check it out there, and of course, there's always a Facebook page, the Violet Sanctuary Spa, or the Violet Sanctuary Spa. So definitely check all that out. There's loads of great people there. Check out Gina's website and all that other awesome stuff. Thank you for the callers. Thank you, Gina's mom. Thank you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, all the other callers. Thank you, people in the chat rooms. Totally awesome. Thank you so much. Anything else you'd like to add, Gina? Oh, just thank you and blessings to everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. We have beautiful weather where I am. I'm in the Midwest, so. Yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, have a beautiful weekend, right? I think it's starting to get a little cooler in this area. But, oh, okay, so Blackheart Radio. (laughs) Yeah, right. Blackheart Radio said it has 90 seconds. So, anyway, um, look out for the uh, the monthly review. It's going to be by YouTube. You can see it all on the Facebook page and the newsletter and all that other good stuff. Go to Gina's website. And everyone have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Gina. (laughs) Thank you. Bye, Tia. Bye-bye. Need auto parts but can't get to a store right now? Head to O'ReillyAuto.com. Buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5,000 O'Reilly Auto Parts stores nationwide. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.